Welcome to another episode of Bench Talk. I'm your host, Tom Gerrard. This week, I'm catching up with uh, Newcastle-based artist, Ellie Hannon. How are you going? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, good, thanks. That's good. It's uh, good to be sitting here in, uh, in Queenstown, in Tasmania. Yes. It's lovely to be out in the bush in the middle of a mining town. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you're, you're, you're from Newcastle. Like, do you, were you born and bred there, or did you move there from somewhere else? Um, I grew up in Coffs Harbour which is about four hours north of uh, Newcastle. And I moved to Newcastle after high school to do uni, to study art at uni. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And so you've just been there ever since? You... Um, no, I haven't been there ever since. I've spent, I'd say, um, to the sadness of my mum, Newcastle probably is my new home. But, um, yeah, I've lived there probably eight years all up. But in between that, I've gone on a lot of travelling around Australia and other countries. Oh, cool. Yeah, but I'd definitely call it home. Yeah. Mm. And so what what were you studying at art school? Um, I was just doing a fine art degree, but um, my major, I guess, was painting, but I also did a lot of ceramics, so I did a lot of painting on clay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And was that, like, did you get into that through, um, like, they just, you know, taught a class on it and you're like, oh, I like this, and just picked it up and ran with it, or was it something Um, that you were always drawn to? I was definitely always drawn to doing art and I was a very creative kid and I always loved making things with my hands, Mm. whether that was like building cubby houses or doing paintings or making things out of like the nature around me. But um, yeah, I decided to study art, I guess, because it was kind of drilled into me that you had to go to uni after high school and that was probably the only thing I wanted to do. Um, And it's definitely... Even though I didn't make the most of it, I'd say, because I was a bit of a crazy teenager, um, I think it like kept me on that path of being mm. creative. Yeah. And so that's probably why I'm an artist today, because it just like made me study art for a good three years. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, cool. So like, I asked this of a lot of my guests who have been to art school, because I didn't go to art school, I'm, I just don't know what it's like there, you know. Yeah. But, uh, you know, what, what do you feel that you really learnt from art school and what did you take away from it? Um, I definitely learnt uh, how to party with artists. <laughs> <laughs> I would say that, I, yeah, with hindsight, I really wish I'd kind of paid more attention in art school because I didn't really have that understanding that my teachers were also really involved in the creative field and they were all artists themselves and that is a really great connection to have and I wish that I'd kind of worked on making those connections more, which I have formed later on in life. But, yeah, at art school I just became really social and I guess I just I loved the networking aspect of it and meeting other creative people and being surrounded by people who were just constantly full of ideas and, and you just kind of bounce off each other. Like, in terms of learning skills, I've probably would have liked to have gone to a different different university maybe no offense Newcastle University but um yeah definitely it was inspiring to be around a lot of creative minds which I think is a good thing about going to art school Mm. yeah 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 I um yeah I found that uh like speaking I know that in the UK there's a big 
you know, everyone leaves home and goes goes a, a it's their first time leaving home, they go to uni and all that type of stuff. And it's more like it's not so much about what you learn. It's more about the learning to be social and sort of getting that. Um, I guess the early twenties and all that, yeah. and, getting, and all that party time and all that type of stuff is what a lot of people seem to get from it. They, yeah. uh, they learn to socialize, especially if they grew up going to like a single sex school or something like that. Yeah. They learn, <laughs> learn to mingle with the opposite sex and yeah. all that type of stuff, you know. But I, it, it is it's tough. Like on before you go to uni, I think, but trying yeah. to choose like what you want to focus on and everything. Well, also, like just having all the different facilities there, like. I had done a lot of clay when I was growing up because mm. I used to do, uh, in the holidays in school, I'd do clay workshops all the time. And so I was always really interested in that medium. And then being at uni, you had like all of the kilns and all the materials you needed there. And then you could also do the printmaking if you wanted to give that a go. So it just let you, yeah, try everything out and see what fit in best. Like I did printmaking. I didn't really enjoy it that much, but I definitely use a lot of printmaking skills in my painting practice. Mm. And I probably wouldn't have known those skills if I didn't have those few subjects that I studied. If, like what mm. sort of way does printmaking speak to your painting? Uh, definitely the way that I layer. So I, I kind of work in layers mm-hmm. um, and they're not block colours or anything, but they're definitely like a process where I'll put down like a complete layer and then I'll put down another complete layer with one colour and um, I use a lot of kind of block print, like style, um, negative patterning mm-hmm. in my painting process. And I'd say that, you know, you could definitely do that, achieve the same thing with printmaking yeah. that I get with a brush. Yeah. Because, yeah. uh, like, is that something that you just taught, taught yourself through printmaking or were you already, like, sort of thinking in a layered approach to your paintings? I think I developed it myself. Mm. I. I had a lot of different styles that I really liked and um, I feel like probably in the last two to three years I have really kind of honed in my style and it's incorporated a lot of different techniques so things that I use in my ceramics such as graffito which is where you like put paint the colour off and then you scratch it off using like a knife to get patterning I've kind of create, connected that into my painting practice where I'll put paint down and I'll scratch back into that um, and then when I was doing when I do my murals they're very like large scale block colour kind of Matisse-esque prints and I've kind of also drawn that into my studio painting practice also where I have like big block colouring areas mm. it's just really nice to finally realise that you know you're your worst critic when you're an artist and everything seems like there's this massive disparity between your work if you cross a number of mediums and then I can finally see it all kind of coming together. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's interesting you say that because I've, you know, we're doing an art residency together at the moment yeah. and um, like I'm up to my final painting and there's, I don't know, I just don't want to do another painting of what I've already got, if you know what I mean. Yeah. And, um, and I'll, but at the same time, I'm reluctant to switch it up because mm. it's like, oh no, I'm working on a body of work and all this type of stuff. And I started, there's lots of where there's lots of art books here, and I've been mm. like looking through all the art books. And I was looking through a Picasso one today, and it was just so inspiring seeing how he was jumping between like mediums but also styles. And yeah. and you look, and it's got the years, and it's all he'll have like three different styles he's working on, but it's all in the same year. Yeah, and it's it's really cool to be able to flick the page and go, that's the Picasso that everyone knows, but he was also 
doing this real traditional painting at the same time. Yeah, and, just um, using different skills. Yeah, yeah, and it's just sometimes you just need to need to see that to just go, oh yeah, it doesn't matter. You can do whatever you want because it's it's through that experimentation that Definitely. you're going to discover something new that will could uh, eventually be the new you yeah. and the thing that everyone actually knows you for. But you've got to be willing to do that you know yeah and you've got to practice that because who knows yeah. later on you might actually use that skill in some works and it will fit in somewhere like yeah it's just practicing yeah but it's not it's, it's not also it's not about forcing it though as well you know yeah. it's like just going with the flow and doing what feels right and you know because i think if you i don't know sometimes people can overthink things and they spend more time thinking than actually painting Definitely. I feel like I've been doing that the last couple of days. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> but, uh, just got to get your paintbrush in hand. Yeah, yeah. It's been mm-hmm. uh, quite social with the locals around here and everything, you know. Yeah. But, um, yeah. No, I've, got, I've got a lot done. I'm pretty pretty surprised at how like how quick everything's come together. Yeah, it was overwhelming getting into that <laughs> studio and being like, oh, shit, now I've got to start painting. And Yeah, yeah. I've, wor- <laughs> I've worked out. I've, I've, I've done a piece a day. That's great. Yeah, but some pieces have taken me a week. And then others have, I've done, you know, two in a day. Yeah, you know. you've been working on heaps at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's fun. It's, it's fun. But it's good to have a variety of, like, um, like smaller, quicker things and larger, more time-consuming things as yeah, well. Because if you're just on large time-consuming things, I, I don't know, I lose, uh, lose patience. I get a bit sick of looking at the same painting. You know yeah, what I mean? and then you can go away and do a smaller one and come back to that bigger one. I, I like having lots of different sizes going at the same time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely. So with your paintings, do they, do they take you a long time to produce? Uh, I guess similar to what you're saying, I some of them take a really long time and some of them are really fast. And it's because I don't really... I When I do my painting practice, I don't really know exactly how something's going to finish looking like like uh-huh. I, I don't really design the, the image so some of them just come very naturally and very quickly and they don't require a lot of time and they're the ones that sometimes I value the most because it's just like oh it just flowed out so naturally mm. and and then other ones take a lot of work and to a point where you go through like you're so frustrated with it you don't want to work with them anymore and then you finally just do a few little things a week later and it, and it looks finished and you're in love with it again. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's really changes a lot. Yeah, it changes yeah. a lot. Have, yeah. have, you got, have, have you ever had uh, paintings that you've, like, slaved over for, like, a month or anything like that or has everything been, like, just a few days? Definitely not a... Uh, there's been paintings where I, I wouldn't be working on them every day for a month, mm. but, like, they'd just be up on the wall for you know sometimes three months even and then I'm just like you know looking at it turning it around again and then turning it back and then looking at it doing a bit of work on it and then putting it away again and um yeah and that process is really rewarding because sometimes you might think something's finished and then you take a photo of it and then a month later you've done all these different things to it and I'm pretty lucky most of the time I'm more happy with it the month later but Mm. um yeah, there's been some where I've been like, oh, I totally ruined that one. Oh, well, start again. Yeah. <laughs> I'll keep adding to it and see how bad you can make it. <laughs> I've got this one this one painting in my studio from it's like mid-2018. And I've, I've, to me, it's finished. The concept that I had in mind, I did exactly what I had in mind. And I did all these preliminary drawings for it. And I loved the drawings. And then when I went to do the painting, there's just something lacking from it. And so I... Um, and since being here I mean, I've tucked it away like hardly anyone's mm. seen it I'm not that proud of it but since being here 
I've thought about what's missing from it, and I was like, I can't wait to get back to Melbourne and, oh, that's really and wrap it up now. Yeah. You know, yeah, and it's going to work with this show that I'm working on as well. Oh, that's So exciting. I'll actually show it as well, which it wasn't going to, no one was going to see yeah. it. Yeah. Because it's already framed and everything. It's like ready to go, but, you know. <laughs> that's a good thing about time, because you'll just like have an image or something that will pop up and you'll be like, oh, that's a perfect thing that will finish that artwork off. And, yeah. 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 So is art your full-time gig? Yes, pretty much my full-time gig. Yeah. I um, teach a couple of art workshops at a local school, which is really sweet. But other than that, I do have my studio practice where I do my paintings that I exhibit and some commissions here and there and ceramics. Um, and then I have a mural practice that I've been doing for about three or four years. And yeah, and then workshops. And I used to do markets, but I don't do markets anymore. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. it seems like a bit. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot to manage. Is that is that because um you know as, as an artist you sort of got to spread your risk and if you're just doing one thing all the time like say you're just doing exhibitions it's like there's no guarantee that money's always going to come through from that. Uh, it's not necessarily because of that. It's I really like to have an idea and then cross it many mediums with it. Um, I think that it keeps it interesting and some day ta- some days. I really don't feel like painting on a timber board and so I'll start making things with clay and I love, I love that, the materiality of clay. And um, so it's a, just a really nice thing to step into at times mm. to challenge you and to be able to like turn something from a two-dimensional idea into a three-dimensional form and, yeah, it's great. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's like um, like we were saying, working on lots of different things at the same time. Yeah. You know, variety is the spice of life. Definitely. I and there's often so. times where I'll do a drawing and I'll be like, oh, that could work really well as a sculpture or that could work really well as a mural. And then so you just kind of, every idea you can just put in its own little box and mm. it doesn't have to just be on a, you know, 60 by 60 piece of board or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's great since I've been in Queenstown, I've been working with metal. Yeah. And um, it's, it was pretty daunting at first, but... um. But I really got into it, just working with new mediums. It's like, uh, I think just learning new stuff is just stimulating. Definitely, you know? yeah. It opens yeah. you up to like new tangents of where you can take yourself. Exactly. Yeah. And then you start looking at the world differently because it's like, oh, I could do this, I could do that. It's like yeah. opens up your options. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I love that about murals because they've really allowed me to travel a lot. Um, last year I got to do one in Coffs Harbour, which is where I grew up. And so my mum and my dad and my auntie and uncle... Even my grandma, my 93-year-old nan, came down and picked up a brush and helped me a bit with it. And, yeah, it's just such a... When, when you're out in the street doing that work, you know, you're in a studio, you're by yourself or with, you're with your studio buddies and you're kind of, you know, always gas-bagging with them. But when you're out on the street and Coffs Harbour was, like, a really incredible place to do it because their community there is so diverse. Mm. There's, like, people from 60 different cultures, a lot of refugees are settled there. Like, just on this laneway that I did, which was next to a Woolworths, every day you were just having conversations with somebody from a different country and some some days that could be a bit frustrating because you're trying to get the work done. But, yeah, it's just really nice where, where it can take you. I like that, you know, the material makes you try different things but it also, yeah, takes you into different zones, different places out of the studio. Yeah. yeah, definitely. And you've um like you seem to be getting out and about, and like you know, you had an exhibition at Backwoods in Melbourne, and, and you know, now you're here in Tasmania. Like, have you been um, traveling a lot with your art? 
Um, lately, I have been travelling a lot with my art practice um, in terms of, yeah, murals and painting. But after I finished uni, I also travelled a lot with art, but I'd say it was a different area of my interests. I really love community work and engaging with communities and I I had a I was overseas and traveling around Australia for about five years and um, doing lots of different projects where I was more like facilitating community engaged art projects rather than actually making the artworks but I think that really informed my practice so I would say that that has is kind of why I'm still making art today because I've just seen how important it is in community to have artists and artists and artworks and creative events and things like that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So where, when you said uh, overseas, like where were you? Uh, I was mainly based in West Java, Indonesia, which mm. is where I did... I'd been travelling overland, so I was like in East Timor and catching boats through countries and doing lots of little like mural work with um, different art groups in East Timor and some places in, in Indo and, and Burma. But then I went back to West Java and I worked with a community there called Konsort Kampung and they um, do, they make instruments out of bamboo and they have like performers and uh, poets and they're all musicians, they're all painters, they're all ceramicists because in the rice fields there, there's just, it's all the rice fields are made from clay pretty much so they all make a lot of clay there and so um, yeah I worked with them to fundraise some money in Australia to build an art centre with them so we had like an exhibition in Australia and we made a bit of money and we built this beautiful art centre that was um, right next to the rice fields and the river and so They'd been together for like 27 years, but they just never had a space to make things or to have events. They would just always just do it in somebody's back backyard or on their little porch. And so this just gave them an opportunity to really have bigger dreams and like do artist residency programs there and have a lot of like people from the cities come and stay because they're in this really tiny remote village. Um, and that was really... That was a really inspiring place to hang out. I mean, it was really challenging because I was pretty in a remote village for off and on for a couple of years. But in terms of seeing people who, you know, they have a lot of things that they need to do to make money to survive and then they still have this art career. And then I came back to Australia and it was like, man, I... I have so many more opportunities in terms of like, you know, social supports here that allow me to be a full-time artist if I want to be. And so that really just kind of kicked me off to just like just fully immerse myself within being an artist, full-time artist. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So you, um, you feature a lot of uh, nature in your artwork. Is that something that's um, come over time or have you, uh, have you always focused on nature? I would say that the last, the nature's always been a running theme through my work. Um, I used to paint a lot of figurative works at uni um, and I just kind of decided to drop the figure maybe four years ago and because the the 
main part of my paintings wasn't the figure, it was the patterning that I used to, that made up the artworks. So, I don't know, I just had this thing in my head that I had to have a figure in it for some reason. Maybe that's something that I thought you had to do when you're at art school. But, yeah, once I dropped that, it just opened me up to this whole new kind of world of things that I could paint. And it, and I just have always been drawn to, like, artefacts and architecture and nature. And then, and just, like, the little narratives that you see on artefacts that represent nature, like the way that, you know, urns or, you know, all these little objects that you collect when you're travelling or that you, that you see in households that people have or patterns around doorways. They're, they're always some kind of, like, human representation of nature and, in like, the leaves and the that kind of decorative look and I love how I don't know it's kind of funny how we build like this square box and then we kind of can try, try to decorate it with all these things from the outside world and I'm really interested in those stories that are, that are held in all of those architect artifacts and different pieces that we decorate our lives with and so then that kind of led me into, um, yeah, just, I guess also because I make ceramics, I liked making those. And nature is just like a massive part of my life. Like I'm, I'm always out in nature going bushwalking or, um, I don't know, going to the beach. And it's just, it's just been something that I've always kind of felt, you know, it's my, it's my sacred space. It's where I go to recollect myself and, and, not just by myself, but, you know, I love being out in nature with other people and I love it more. I love being out in nature with people more than by myself probably because you can just, like, share this adventurous journey and, you know, like, it makes me really kind of tune in on these, like, the leaf shapes and the and the thing, the edible plants that you see around mm. and, like, you can share knowledge. Mm -hmm. I love going out and, and learning things that other people know that I don't and sharing my knowledge of, of place. Yeah, mm. yeah, it's definitely... Um, one of the most inspiring things that I use in, in my art practice. Just those special dreamlike moments that you have when you're, you know, out under the stars sitting around a fire and sharing stories. It's beautiful. Mm, yeah. yeah. Well, I've, said, I've mentioned it a lot on this podcast that, um, that, like, I find that some of my biggest and best ideas come to me while out in nature. Yeah. And, um, you know, usually I'm walking with a friend or a wife or just just chatting and then it's like light bulb moments just going off and it's it's almost like it's so quiet out there yeah and in the cities it's so noisy you know so it's like yeah. it's easier to think because there's i don't know i guess there's just just the energy's different you know definitely yeah i love also peaceful. going out in nature with kids like i used to do a lot of these kind of nature camps with kids and you'd take them out and and they just say the most beautifully poetic things without even thinking like I was sitting around the fire one day and this little girl said look Ellie the fire is making the stars and then the fire just had its little kind of bits of fire spurting off into the sky and mm. and that just created such a beautiful visual image for me and and that yeah that definitely feeds into my art also that mm. way that different people experience nature in different ways yeah yeah mm. totally no I love it I found that um you know like there's I've been looking at like old landscapes, you know what I mean? And mm. there's this like old style of painting landscapes. 
if you if you know what I'm yeah, talking yeah. about. Like, there's lots of different ways of doing it, but now it seems like there's a uh, like a, a new, more modern landscape style coming about. Yeah. Definitely. I think it's like from people with different backgrounds in painting and then going into nature and then take and then you know reflecting that in their own style. Yeah. I think that's why I used to not be able to paint nature because I thought it just had to be this kind of tacky old landscape. Mm. And then I realized that I can actually use all these different techniques and things that I love and you know use it as my visual language of how I experience the outside world. Mm. It just made me so excited. Like I love being able to immerse yourself in a space and then go away and paint it how you how you see it or how it's not it's not necessarily painting what you saw but painting your experience of it yeah 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 because i see things in nature that i put into my artwork and i'll be like i really like this but i don't want to paint that as it is because it looks like something i'm not going to enjoy to paint yeah but if i represent it in this style this is me enjoying painting this yeah. object you know yeah. and it's like oh that's supposed to be a such and such and people will be like oh, it doesn't look like much like it and it's like yeah it doesn't have to it's represent no. representative there's a representation of it so yeah. I get the words out. representative <laughs> representative that's the one <laughs> but um but yeah I think yeah I, th I think it's good to see uh, just being able to look around and be inspired and then and then just replicate that in your own style you yeah. know because that's like I don't know to me that's what you know art is sort of um it's uh it's ideas mixed with style, yeah. really. Yeah, That's and a, just like trying yeah. to, like I don't, I don't know. People have said my works are very pleasing to the eye, and they're like decorative and all these things that challenge you when you hear them. Mm. But it's like it's real. I think from my last exhibition at Backwoods, the one thing that was really nice that people said about my work was that it. Um, they felt like they were there or like that it was a, like a, something that they'd experienced before. And sometimes it's not so much about trying to represent an exact space, but that, that feeling when you get, when you're there and that, and that's really nice that that can be a, a global language or like, not just something that it's not just there personally for me, but it's something that other people have experienced and it takes them back to this like nostalgic kind of recollection of a time when they were young or when, I don't know, whenever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. All right, Ali. I'm going to uh, hit you with some rapid fire <laughs> questions. <laughs> bang, bang. So, um, name one artist you think deserves more shine. Um, all my studio buds. So, yeah. I'd say Nick Barlow. He's an amazing oil painter from Newcastle. Ali Hellier. Sally Burke. Lucas Grogan. Nicole Chaffee. And um, you just asked for one, didn't you? That's bad. right. That's a collective. <laughs> They're all in the same studio. <laughs> They're all incredible full-time hard-working artists and they are so talented and inspiring. Yeah. yeah. And um, and so do you, do you guys all spend a lot of time together in the studio and outside of the studio or is it just yeah. a... Yeah. Uh, we are at work buddies. Yeah. I actually haven't been there for the last couple of months and I really miss them. Um, so it's been a bit... That's one thing about when you go away to do work, you, you miss out on... Hanging out with your studio bugs and seeing what they're up to every day. Yeah, it's important yeah. to have a good good um, environment in the studio. You know. Oh yeah, a lot we're of people so diverse. Yeah. We're like we all help each other out so much. Oh, yeah, cool. It's great. Yeah, and uh, what's one medium you'd love to work with? Other than the weird, all the different things I work with now. Um, there you go, cross them off. I would really like to do kind of um, use my skills to do like 
some landscaping kind of stuff, like a big, a massive food forest garden and make a big artwork from above out of that. Yeah. In the future. I think that would be fun. So instead of using nature to create your art, you're using Use art na- to create nature. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I like nature to create more nature. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's one skill you wish you had? I really would like to work on my building skills. Yeah. I want to make tree houses. Cool. And things like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I'm learning them. It's definitely something that I need to work on more and I need to be more confident with it. Mm. Yeah. Well, I'd, like, speak to the locals around here because they, they open up their sheds to... I know, they already, yesterday they were trying to give me all these offcuts and stuff. I'm like, ooh, yeah. it's going to yeah. be interesting. <laughs> yeah, like I, um, I don't know. I sort of went in there with these grand plans and then um, realised that I'm starting from the beginning and I better just work small and then build myself up <laughs> yeah yeah because exactly. i thought i was going to build some big and metal spent, metal some yeah. big metal sculpture i started picking up all the bits of metal and getting them arranged and everything it's like gee i'm not going to be able to pick this up or get it out of here yeah i'm gonna definitely not going to fit it in my car it's like it's it's like all right let's start small <laughs> yeah you're trying to fill my van out <laughs> yeah so so who's your uh, favorite artist this is a really hard question for me but, so I'm going to say more than one. Oh, go for it. Uh, growing up was definitely inspired by Viennese art, like Egon Schiele and Coleman Musa and a few others. And my, probably at the moment, I love Betty Woodman's. She does like ceramics and, well, she did ceramics and large scale paintings, bordering on mural work, I'd say. And then my latest favourite person is Paul Wackers. His work's super inspiring, and I love his patterning. Yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. I'll have to look them all up. Yeah, they're all great. Yeah. <laughs> um, what advice would you give your younger self? Uh, maybe pay more attention in art school. <laughs> 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 Might have been off on a better foot than further along than I already am but I don't know I'm pretty satisfied with, with what I'm up to so. yeah you got to be happy with where you're at eh? I'm super happy at. with where I'm at I don't <laughs> even know if I'd give myself any advice somebody did say to me when I when I was at art school it was just like just keep doing it and that's mm. all you need to know really just yeah. keep doing it yeah don't don't stop exactly yeah. exactly Nothing's uh, nothing's going to grow you more than just doing the work. Yeah, exactly. You can read all the books you want. You can watch yeah. documentaries. You can go to all the galleries in the world. Yeah. But without actually, you know, painting or creating, you're not going to yeah. get any better. I think reading books and watching the documentaries is still and oh, it's all galleries, They're all part of it. But it's but, the key. The key doing is it. doing yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, I'm not saying don't do that <laughs> stuff because I love doing all that stuff. Yeah. But um, but it's just yeah, I I know just. You can educate yourself all you want, but if you haven't developed the skills... Yeah, you know, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you have a dream project you'd love to work on? Um, probably what I was mentioning before, um, which would be... I like the idea of kind of transitioning from painting and murals and making objects into actually making spaces. So that mm-hmm. would be doing, like, big installations of gardens and like tree houses and all that yeah that's yeah. pretty dreamy to me yeah yeah I like the hands-on nature of that and mm. yeah 
And where are you wanting to take your art career? Well, I'm really happy with where it's at at the moment because I have like a really nice balance of studio time and out in community time. But I would really like to do a lot more work um, in community. So last year I did a mural in Jabiru with some local um, artists and that was awesome. That was so great. And I guess like it just like showed me this really great, space that you can exist in where you're working in community but you're not like um you know over over applying yourself like I, I found that like because I did all that work in Indonesia I felt like I'd overcommitted myself to what I could give them and I but I still really liked working collaborating with different communities and I think that murals and stuff give me the opportunity to work with a real diverse range of people so I definitely want to take my art career out into the community more mm. yeah and it's sort of more like a collaboration and um, yeah yeah and also you're giving back it's not all about personal gain yeah definitely not yeah. like I, I think it'd be nice to be at a point where i have enough money to to be able to do heaps heaps of time in mm. places where i don't need to earn anything yeah yeah and do you have any uh future plans or projects in the pipeline i have this doing this residency with you and then hopefully an exhibition after this. Um, and then I have a couple of murals coming up. And yeah, just studio time. Cool. Yeah. Sounds good. Mm. And um, so if people want to check out your art online, where's the best place for them to find you? For an easy visual look, probably Instagram, which is ellie.hannon. Or I have a website, which is just elliehannon.com. Um, yeah, there's heaps of info up there yeah yeah cool all right well thanks for taking the time to sit down and have a chat no worries just been dodging all these march flies that are here in queenstown yeah that's right. <laughs> <They're everywhere. laughs> yeah we went to do this uh interview on top of a mountain and we just got bombarded with flies <laughs> and we so just said no nah, let's just go go back down to the town <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, thanks right. tom no worries thanks <laughs> thanks again for tuning in to another episode of bench talk to view images of the guest's artwork, follow us on Instagram at bench underscore talk or go to the website benchtalkpodcast.com. If you want to stay up to date with the latest episodes, subscribe via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud or Stitcher. If you like the podcast, don't forget to tell a friend. Uh, thanks again for tuning in and stay tuned for next week's episode.